Green Mountain Chronicles was originally produced for radio by the Vermont Historical Society in the 1980s. We're re-releasing them today as retro podcasts. Please note that any resources the podcast recommends may be out of date. We recommend you check out our website, vermonthistory.org, for the most up-to-date information. Green Mountain Chronicles number 11. Early Days of Radio. It is now apparent that the Republican ticket of Harding and Coolidge is running well ahead of Cox and Roosevelt. At the present time, Harding has collected more than 16 million votes against some 9 million for the Democrats. We'll give you the state vote in just a moment. But first, we'd like to ask you to let us know if this broadcast is reaching you. 1920, and KDKA of Pittsburgh becomes the first commercial radio station in the United States, beginning its broadcast life with the results of the Harding-Cox presidential election. In 1924, Vermont's first radio station, WCAX, licensed to the University of Vermont, signs on the air. George Kidder, Ernest Wheatley, and Richard Bottomini remember the early days when radio came to Vermont. My brother and this pal of his were very much interested in radio, and uh, they had the old crystal set and made their own equipment. And, of course, you could only get it with earphones and things like that. And about that period, my wife and I built ourselves a radio receiver. The Redland Herald, they were running uh, the description of how to do it. We had oatmeal boxes that we wound wire on the outside, which made a coil. And then we had another sized oatmeal box that we wound a certain number of coils of wire on that went inside the other and we put a rod through the most so that we could tip that inside coil at different angles. We had it placed in a wooden box and we had put black satin cloth on around on the outside. <laughs> we turned in and Sure enough, KDK come in <laughs> Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. What a thrill we got to pick that music right out of the air. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> the family did have a radio. It was an Atwater Kent radio, and it was an oblong box. To get a radio station, you had to line up three knobs in order to get the station and then you were plugged in, you had a headset, and it would squawk and it would squeal. By the time I was in college, I was getting very much involved. William Hall was a sophomore majoring in electrical engineering at the University of Vermont when he built the university's radio station in the summer of 1924. And uh, I got asked, uh, would I be willing to tried to put a station together. They'd already gotten started by buying a lot of the elements that would go into it. Gave me a copy of a book on radio telephony. Sort of turned me loose. There was a uh, World War One shack, a wooden shack. Uh, there were a couple of classrooms and an electrical machinery laboratory there in that building. We put the radio station in, into a, one of the rooms, which was... Uh, uh, had been part of the laboratory, pot-bellied stoves, heating it, and so forth. That fall, UVM inaugurated its weekly broadcast service, offering a variety of lectures and cultural entertainments. The university operated the radio station for seven years before it was acquired by the Burlington Daily News and began broadcasting commercial material. 
By then, other radio stations were heard in Vermont. As Richard and Georgina Bottomini recall, radio had earned a place in the lives of Vermonters. And we listened to, uh, I think it was Amos and Andy and shows of that type. Fibber McGee and Molly. First Nighter. Then there was a shadow, the shadow nose. That was on Sunday afternoon, I think. That was a scary one, too. Oh, no. What evil lurks in the hearts of men? The shadow nose. <laughs> that was entertainment. You got your studying done quickly so that you'd be sure to hear it. You planned it, and you listened. You really listened. Whereas now, with radio, you're going to be moving. You're going to be doing things. Um, didn't do anything. We just sat there and listened to it. Glued. That was the word. We were glued to a favorite radio program. Thanks for listening. This podcast was remastered by me, Amanda Gustin, and released by the Vermont Historical Society. If you've enjoyed it, please subscribe to get future episodes and rate and review it. Please also check out our website, vermonthistory.org, where you can find background information on these episodes, as well as other ways you can learn about Vermont history from home. The Vermont Historical Society relies on support from generous donors to preserve and share Vermont's stories. During these uncertain times, your support is needed now more than ever. Please consider donating today at vermonthistory.org slash donate.